The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Betting Above the Rim podcast. Today's date, January 31st. Episode 25 of this podcast and today's podcast we get into four topics with the trade deadline one week away i look at some players that should be looking to be moved but also some buyout candidates if things don't work out next we go to cam whitmore polarizing figure in last year's draft because the way he dropped all the way to houston starting to turn it on what are my thoughts on cam whitmore's future in the nba next Brittany griner they've decided that baylor to retire her jersey. I'll get into Brittany Griner's career, her accomplishments, uh, obviously at Baylor, and why I think someone needs to be there. And lastly, we're going to go to Miami Heat, all-time team. Well, you know three of them are going to be Bosch, Wade, LeBron, but who's my point guard and who's my center? Welcome to today's podcast. Like I said, episode number 25. Let's get started. With the trade deadline, which is about a week away, and there's so many rumors going around, and folks, there could be players that could move the market in regards to making teams significantly better. So let's go ahead and take a look at some of the players that I think should be moved by teams. These are teams that are not competing right now that should be uh, really resetting and rebuilding their franchise. Now, let's start off with Zach Levine, who's getting about 19.5 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, 4 assists, shooting 45.2%. He has been out with an injury. Let's be honest, folks. Zach wants out. He does not like Billy Donovan. Bulls want him out. So there's a match right there that they want to get rid of each other. But it's more about the compensation. So when you look at a guy like Zach Levine, right, the rumor's always been the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers. So look at teams like the Lakers that could use a two-guard, a team that could definitely step forward and look to uh, improve their team. Uh, There's a team like, you know, I don't know, let's say Milwaukee, look to go in a backcourt of Dame. Uh, and Zach Levine, you know, so there'll be some intriguing candidates, uh, maybe even something like New Orleans. Do they look at that backcourt with C.J. McCollum uh, and a guy like a Zach Levine? So Zach Levine is someone that's going to be always intriguing because he's always rumored to be moved. Remember, at what point he's rumored to move to New York? Obviously, the Knicks aren't probably in that phase right now because of the outstanding play, let's be honest, of Dante DiVincenzo. Next, let's stay in the Windy City with DeMar DeRozan. 
a guy that's really had a, uh, let's say it, folks, a very much underrated career, getting you uh, about 22.1 points per game, 4.1 rebounds, you know, five assists, shooting 47% from the floor. And this has been a guy that's been a good player for a long time. Now, he's not, he's a volume guy, right? So this is a guy that you want to get. This is not a 3 and D guy. This is a, a, a three that can get you a bucket. How about Dallas? I mean, you look at that backcourt of Kyrie and Luka, they could definitely use a third score, especially if they want to keep someone like Tim Hardaway Jr. on the bench. So Dallas would be an interesting fit for a guy like DeMar DeRozan, obviously, Lakers, or, you know, Lakers. Folks, I'm going to say the Lakers about everybody. So I'm not even going to just repeat myself. The Lakers are going to try and get anybody and everybody because it's just a, a mess with that team at 24 and 25. You saw LeBron James' comments last night, how he's just beyond frustrated with the ineptitude of his teammates. That's why I'm going to just mention him all the time. So I'm not even going to say him anymore. Lakers, everybody. Let's move on. Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson is a walking bucket. He will shoot you in games. He will shoot you out of games. But he is the perfect sixth man for a team looking for bench production. A guy that can go get his own shot. If someone like Cleveland moves off of a Karis LeVert, Jordan Clarkson. The Knicks, Jordan Clarkson. Dallas, Jordan Clarkson. I'm not going to say the team I keep talking about. Jordan Clarkson. So Jordan Clarkson has a six-man, one of the best six men in the league. It's perfect for that, let's say, 20 to 25 minutes Get him about 12, 13 shots. Let him get you about 14, 15 points per game. And he's a great sixth man because he's got the ability, folks, to carry your second unit and get you scoring at times. Let's move on to someone that's been talked about a lot in my hometown, and I think he's going to end up here, and that's Malcolm Brogdon. Now, obviously, Malcolm Brogdon was with the Celtics. Then they tried to get the – he was supposed to get traded and a part of a, uh, a trade and then didn't go down. Uh, with the Clippers that ended up going, um, obviously, to, to Portland. Uh, and this is a team that's going to rebuild. I mean, if you look at the play of, of Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, he's going to go. We know that Brogdon's going to be out of there. So where's the fit? New York is perfect. New York is perfect because, like Jordan Clarkson, they need a, a, a second-unit guy that can score. What's key about Brogdon is, is he can play the one or the two. Now, since the trade has happened, Deuce McBride has played very well for the Knicks, but he's not playoff proven. And Deuce has been fantastic. I love what he's been doing. But a guy like Brogdon is a perfect fit for New York, a perfect fit for Miami. He will be one of the more coveted players because of the fact that he may cost you not as much as other, other guys. Next up, let's go to Kyle Kuzma, a guy that another guy could score. Can play that 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 stretch four. You know they can shoot the ball. Can create his own shot. Has been around, bounced around the league. I mean, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I'm gonna say it again, but the Lakers. I mean, as a second unit guy, could play him at times at the at the power forward position next to Anthony Davis because uh, they're just not getting the play out of out of Christian Wood, Torian Prince, so on and so forth. So a guy like uh, Kyle Kuzma will be intriguing for any team that's looking for some kind of uh, a bench depth. Lastly, I want people to think about this for a second. Andre Drummond. When you think about 
in the East to go against a guy like Joel Embiid. And let's hope that Joel Embiid, not go whether Joel Embiid gets healthy, right? You look at the Western Conference, a guy like the Joker, right? This guy, for what you can say about his free throw shooting, whatever, this guy attacks the boards with reckless abandonment. If you don't believe me, go look at his numbers when Nikola Vucevic was out. I do say probably in that stretch, I think he may have led the league in, the, in rebounding. And that's the one thing Andre Drummond can do. He can block shots. He can rebound. And remember, folks, when you get into the playoffs, it's about defense, it's about half-court basketball, and it's about not allowing second-chance points. Andre Drummond is one of the best rebounders. Ready, folks? In the history of the NBA. He just finds a way to get to the ball. He's not going to give you much offensively, but he can do enough. But he can definitely get you 12 to 14 rebounds, 15 rebounds running these starts. But how about him off the bench? How about him off the bench? That's something to look out for. I'm going to say it again. New York, if, if, if they don't think they're going to get Mitchell Robinson back, the way Preston Chua has played now that Randall's hurt, especially if Randall's shoulder holds him out for a while, Preston Chua can go to the floor. Now you bring Andre Drummond as his backup five. Right, Miami can use a backup five for Bam. Right, anybody could use. You know, maybe uh, a team like uh, Cleveland, who got thunder punched by the Knicks. Why last year in the playoffs? Toughness, rebounding. That's what Andre Drummond fixes. Western Conference, maybe Phoenix. Obviously, maybe the Lakers. So there is a lot of places that Andre Drummond has played, but he is can be serviceable. Let's pull up some other guys to look up uh, that can be moved. How about Bogdanovich? I have one of them. It really should be both of them. Both Bogdan and Boyan Bogdanovich should be trade candidates. Atlanta has tremendously underachieved this year. Obviously, Detroit's going nowhere. So both Bogdanoviches should be people that should be on the move. And then Alec Burks. And there's a, there's a Bogdan Bogdanovich who's done a great job. Alec Burks is a seasoned vet. He's, he can play multiple positions. He's a 3 and D guy. He can play 1-2, maybe a little bit of 3. So I think that's someone Alec Burks will be enticing, I should say, uh, to teams that are looking for depth and, and uh, you know, a little bit of scoring punch, but it could, but it could defend and kind of get people shots. Buyout market, I'm going to go with two guys, okay? First, Gordon Hayward, who has had a great career, needs to get out of purgatory, which is, uh, which is a team uh, like Charlotte. A guy that, when healthy – has been a very, 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 very good scorer over the course of his career. And lastly, a guy like Kyle Lowry, who just got traded from Miami, right, in the trade to Charlotte. He's going to be another buyout candidate uh, for teams looking for a backup point guard that's got championship pedigree. Let, let's move on here after talking about a bunch of the trade markets, and let's talk about a young player, a young player that was really polarizing coming into this last year's draft, and that's Cam Whitmore out of Villanova. Folks, you got to remember, this kid's only 19 years old, only going to be 20 in July. Now, when you look at Cam Whitmore, you're saying to myself, why is Coach Young talking about Cam Whitmore, and he's only getting you 11 points a game? Why, folks? Because Cam Whitmore was going to be a top five, top six pick in the NBA draft, 
And then stuff started getting out about him. There's rumors where the leaks are, came from. I'm not going to be the one to tell you where I heard they came from because it's not my business to share it because I don't know if it's fact. But how about the fact that Cam Whitmore only played in seven games until the month of January? And in those seven games, the last two games, he scored double figures. But then look at the month of January. 19.6 minutes per game. 12.9 points per game, shooting at 48% from the floor, 40.5% from three. And the last four games that's given you in descending order, 2019, 24, and 12. Five out of the last six. Seven out of his last nine games in double figures. And really has now made it interesting in Houston. A team that at 22-24, their record has come down, but Emi Adoka has done a great job. And now you start looking around at Houston and saying, number one, is Jalen Green the guy to be your starting two guard? Probably yes. So now Cam Whitmore becomes your backup. So now you start looking at other guys. Can you play Cam Whitmore as a three? Well, you just gave Dylan Brooks a ton of money. So I want people to start thinking about players like this. Jason Tate and Tari Eason. Young, controllable players that could be moved because of the fact of the playing time that Cam Whitmore is starting to get. Obviously, uh, Tari Eason has not played in the game since the beginning of the year. And Jay Sean Tate is only giving you 4.7 points per game. So those guys, their minutes have gone down as uh, as someone like Cam Whitmore has gone up. And Cam Whitmore's case, some of it can be uh, the injury to Tari Eason. But take a look at Cam Whitmore, guys. Uh, he had a off freshman year at Villanova because he missed half the year, and it was kind of a mess what's going on in Villanova. He, I've talked about it enough. I don't need to do it anymore. But this kid can score, and he can score punch bunches. Look at his per 36 minutes, how many points per game he's getting. He's getting you, like I said, about 14 points per game in 19 minutes. Now, is he going to get you 40 points tonight? No. But can Whitmore be an 18 to 20-point game score in this league? I absolutely think so. Let's move on to the biggest news in women's basketball that took place this week. And that's Baylor stepping up to the plate and retiring Brittany Griner's number 42. Brittany Griner, one of the most dominant players, uh, I would dare say, in the history of, of women's basketball, a, a player that um, at six foot eight, crazy athletic, and, and someone that has had a really great career. In the WNBA, but you got to remember, folks, she was an outstanding player for the Baylor Bears over the course of her career. And if you think about Brittany Griner and some of her accolades, an NCAA champion in 20, uh, 2012, most outstanding player in the Final Four, player of the year, two-time Wade uh, Trophy, uh, player of the year, two-time first-team All-American, one-time second-team All-American, three-time Big 12 Player of the Year, four-time Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. And the career she had at Baylor with 22.2 points per game, 8.8 rebounds, 
5.1 block. I mean, she was absolutely dominant in her career. Dominant. I mean, the girl at 6'8 also shot 75% from line. Hey, listen, man, I'm a coach. And I coach bigs. When you shoot 75% for the line as a big, <laughs> bravo, because you can't do hack-a-shack. So she had a great, great, great career. But there were issues at Baylor because of her, her sexual preference and Baylor being a, a very uh, Christian school, which led to a, a really a down moment in her career, which is uh, her and Kim Mulkey, her coach, kind of had a parting of the ways of their relationship after Brittany made some comments about not being supported. The reason why I bring this up is when Brittany Griner went to jail in Russia, Kim Mulkey said nothing. And if you heard me on this network a year or two years ago, I was begging for BG to come home, along with a lot of other people, a lot more popular and famous than me, involved in the basketball world or not. Do you know who didn't say something? That was Kim Mulkey. And it's a shame that this has come down to this because I, I said this is a friend of mine once. When you coach a kid, you coach them for life. You don't coach them for four years. They are your kid for life. I coached basketball for a long time, folks. If any one of my kids, from the first year I coached in 1999 to now, if any of my kids called and told me they needed me, I'm there in a second. Where are you at, Kim Mulkey? Where have you been? I know you won a national championship at LSU. But to me, your tarnished legacy shows what you are about. And that's about you. Because she didn't make you look great, Brittany Griner, in that moment. Now BG's home. You don't say anything. But how about this, Kim Mulkey? How about this one? They're retiring her number. I do believe on the 17th of January, 18th of January. I looked this up. Guess who does not play that day? That's LSU. But guess where LSU's playing the next day? Oh, that's right. College Station at Texas A&M. So the day before is going to be a travel day. Maybe even the, the two days before, that's Saturday. So, Kim, why don't you do yourself a favor? and get on a plane, and go stand it next to BG. And how about this one? Even better, Kim. How about you go there and don't make it about yourself? Make it about the player that put a ring on your finger first and the greatest player you've ever coached. And you wouldn't be where you are without Brittany Griner. Yeah, I said it. I know you're a great coach. I know you won a ton of games before Brittany Griner and after her. But, girl... Look at your record in the NCAA tournament before Brittany Griner got there. Oh, it wasn't so hot, was it, Kim? She turned your whole career and sent it to the moon. Be there for BG when they retire her number. It would be a great gesture if you didn't make it about yourself. Something tells me you're not going to go, and that's a damn shame. Lastly, let's talk about the Miami Heat. Right, a franchise that's not been around for a long time, 
but they've had some all-time great players play for them. So I'm going to give you first my bench for my meat. And before the graphics pulled up, I want you to understand this. This is based off of their time with the Miami Heat, not their NBA career. Here's my bench. First off, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been there for a number of years, not a long time, but obviously you see what he's done taking that team to NBA Finals. Two of them, I do believe, 21.4 points per game, six-time All-Star, most improved player at 2014-15, actively, as we know, playing for them. How about Shaquille O'Neal? Led them to a championship with D. Wade's first championship. 19.6 or 7 points per game, 9.1 rebounds, 15-time All-Star, four-time champion, three-time Finals MVP. Remember, those Finals MVP came with the Lakers, not with the Heat, but was the center on that team that beat, beat the Dallas Mavericks to win uh, their NBA championship when Shaq won it with Miami. How about Bam Adebayo? Bam's been uh, a, a cornerstone of this current uh, Heat roster. Uh, scoring at about 18 uh, points per game, really has had himself a fantastic career, two-time NBA All-Star. Let's go back a little bit, and I'm going to go to someone you may not know. His name is Ronnie Cycli. Ronnie Cycli was a great basketball player at Syracuse University, getting about 15.4 points per game, 10.4 rebounds, uh, most improved in 1989-1990. was part of those first uh, Miami Heat teams, Ronnie Cycli had a very, very, very underrated career with the Miami Heat because people don't remember him all the way back when he started. How about Glenn Rice? Glenn Rice, three-time All-Star, 19.3 points per game, 4.9 rebounds per game. One of, the, one of the more prolific shooters in the 1990s in the NBA. Remember, he played a little bit with the, you know, the Knicks. He played uh, with the Lakers. You know, played with the Hornets, but you're mostly known Glenn Rice for his days as a Miami Heat. And then lastly, Mario Chalmers. Folks, look at the number of games played, three-pointers made, playoff appearances, 8.8 points per game, 3.8 rebounds per game, two-time NBA champion. Mario Chalmers makes it as like my 11th guy, but very deserving to be on this team. Well, let's go to the starting five. Let's start it right here. Boy, Tim Hardaway was nice. I, I ain't going Tim Hardaway, if you didn't pop up that, what they used to call the UTEP two-step, Tim Hardaway with the killer crossover, Lord, Tim Hardaway was nice. 17.3 points per game, 7-point assists. Part of that, that Pat Riley Miami Heat team in the late 90s that would battle with the Knicks, that would battle with the Bulls. Tim Hardaway was flat out dirty, and he is a Hall of Famer. And if you want to think about that, think about Tim Hardaway before Miami, with the Miami, one of the most fun teams to watch in the, in the early 90s. Kids, go look up Run TMC, okay? With Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen. Go look that up, kids. In basketball history. Those three are fantastic in Golden State, but this is more about Tim Hardaway and Miami. Two guard. Come on now. Do I even have to say who it is? Dwayne Wade, 22.7 points per game, 5.6 assists, 13-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion, finals MVP when he won it with Shaq in 2006, Hall of Famer, 
one of the 75, 50 best players in the history of the game, Dwayne Wade is absolutely fantastic. And he sometimes doesn't get the respect he deserves because of the next guy on this list, and that's LeBron James. I mean, some people can talk about the, it, it was a, a disappointment in Miami that they didn't win more rings. I don't care. But LeBron James, Miami Heat, and it's amazing because he scored 26.9 points per game, seven point re, uh, six rebounds, about seven assists. But he changed his game and scored could have scored more with Miami. And he was just so dominant in what he did and what he brought to Miami and getting the big three together with this man, Chris Bosh. The forgotten man of the big three, because you got to remember, folks, when Chris Bosh was with Toronto, he was a 24, 25-point-a-game guy. And he sacrificed the most for that organization. Becoming a guy that got only 18 points per game, 7.3 rebounds per game, shot nearly 50% from the floor, 11-time All-Star, two-time champion, Hall of Famer. And the thing you have to remember about Bosch is he allowed those two guys to be them. And he kind of stood in the corner and did his thing. But when they needed to step up, he was absolutely fantastic player. Chris Bosch. Center. I know people may disagree with me with this. I'm going to go to Alonzo Mourning because of his overall career and how long he was with Miami. 16 points per game, 8.1 rebounds, 2.7 blocks. Remember he had the heart ailment, right? Seven-time All-Star, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, NBA champion. Was Shaq's backup when they won the title? So now you're saying to me, well, Shaq didn't start. Shaq started. Morning came off the bench. But Alonzo Morning is your starting center. It has to do with overall career with that organization. Longevity mattered here. Now, you could talk about other guys, Eddie Jones back in the day, uh, you know, Thunder Dan Marley. Uh, there's other players you could talk about. Um, for the Miami Heat, but that is my starting five and my bench. Once again, my bench included Jimmy Butler, Shaquille O'Neal, Bam Adebayo, Ronnie Cycli, Glenn Rice, Murray Chalmers, starting lineup of Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Alonzo Mourning. This has been episode 25 of your Betting Above the Rim podcast. For all things sports gambling, pregame, in-game, post-game, props, predictions, and more, just go down and go download that Sports Grid app. Available on iOS, Android, Store. This is your one-stop shop for all things sports gambling with some of the brightest minds in the business. And obviously, like I said every time, the only place where I will daily post my picks for college basketball every night. Next episode will be Monday. We're getting into February now, so we'll reshape the college basketball landscape. It's been madness all over the place. Teams get picked off left and right. We'll reshape and start looking at the conference odds, how I see things down the stretch, and we'll talk about something that I just mentioned on social media. We'll see how they play the next couple of games. Are the New York Knicks better without Julius Randle? 
I will make a case that they are. For Matt George, my producer, Vinny, who does a great job as always, thank you for listening for the Betting Above the Room podcast. We'll be back next week. Remember, it's smarter to be on SportsGrid. Good night. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.